It's a huge honor for me to have Rajiv Singh on the podcast today. He's actually listed as one of the top 100 Punjabi influencers in the world. So it's a massive, massive blessing to have him on the show. Um, I've known him for a long time, seen him grow up. I remember when he used to do Thai boxing and, and fight. Um, so that was going back some time. And then seeing him grow over social media has been beautiful as well. And I'm very happy for all of his success and everything that's coming to him, which is well-deserved. Um, you've asked some great questions, but before we get into those, if you can please smash the like button, subscribe, comment. It helps this video get out to more people so we can make sure that other people can benefit from this content as well. So thank you for that in advance. Um, so Raj, congratulations, first of all, like you've, you've smashed it. There's, there's not that many up in, in, in your space, right? Well, uh, everyone listening. And, uh, thank you, Paji, for actually having me on the show because, I mean, yeah, as, as you've said already, that like, you've you seen me grow up and I've, I've actually like looked up to you and yourself and, and your peers and everyone that you, you guys have been role models for us. And uh, we're, we're just trying to follow on the same path, to be honest, to be to be as good of humans in society or as good of an example as, as a sick person. So. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on the show and uh, thank you for the introduction as well. It's really kind of you. And um, in terms of with modeling, how did you get into that? So it was um, it was something that came by chance um, when I was in university. And um, it was around my second year of university where I got involved in one of the projects. And um, from there, it just sort of like I, I carried on doing uh, projects here and there whenever I could. Because as a student, you've got a lot of free time on your hands as well while studying. So I just thought this is something that I could uh, just do for myself um, to keep myself busy. And it, and it was quite fun as well. So, um, yeah, from there it started off. And then I think around 2017, I took it very, very, like, um, I took it a bit further. I took it a bit more seriously. And this time uh, around 2017 summer, I went I went to India and I did a professional shoot there as well. And then um, after that, um, I just met really, really nice people uh, in the industry over here, uh, starting with the Asian industry. And um, from there on, it just went on to doing um, like a, like Asian wedding shows in the fashion week and working with um, designers, so Asian designers, and doing shoots for them, uh, working with a lot of photographers in Asian industry. Then it just carried on going into the music field as well, and music video shoots and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's how I was started. And how, if there's somebody who wants to get into that, how would you recommend the, the best kind of route? Or is there no defined route? You just make your own route? I think, uh, I think you've kind of said it as well. Like it's, it's, it's about making um, a route for yourself. Um, there's no particular guidance anyone can give because for everyone and anyone, it, it, it works differently. And um, what matters a lot um, at the end of it is your own attitude and your own outlook on things. Um, you can't depend on anyone else but yourself. So um, independency is definitely the key. But at the same time, it's about, like I said already, it's about your outlook and your attitude. So one thing I always, always uh, say to uh, some, of the, some of the guys I've come across who've uh, talked about modeling and stuff is to, is to not expect much. Have, have least amount of expectations but work the hardest. That's, that's what all I'll say, because um, work ethic is something I, I prioritize a lot in terms of um, whether if it's not just in the fashion like sort of line, but any work you do, you know, your work ethic has to be 
really, really high. And, and it needs to be obviously smart at the same time as well. Like, be making sure that you're keeping up with what's going on uh, when it comes to modeling itself, like in terms of your style, in terms of um, what's happening uh, in in fashion industry, uh, keeping up with that and, and, and finding, eventually finding your own niche where you fit in. So, and then and just, you know, like just going 100 with that. So you are, I remember when you started out, you had, you have this massive following now, but when you started out, did you have any self-doubt thinking, you know, am I really going to be able to do this? Or were you quite confident that if you put in the hard work, the results will come? The way, um, the way I saw it is, or the way I see this, this the question is as well, like the, I think instead of self-doubt, I, I perceived it as something uh, as like a, it was like a daily conversation I would have with myself. Um, not from a self-doubt point of view, but from um, from a critical thinking point of view. Like, if I'm doing this, what am I going to gain? What am I going to lose? Am I going to be able to, like, is this going to take me further into this? Or is it going to take me further into another prospect? So in that sense, they would do the, the, I think as humans, we always talk within ourselves. We, we talk in our brain. We're always speaking to ourselves. So that's something that's there as a nature. But in terms of me thinking about myself, whether if I can go further into fashion industry and modeling, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I spoke to myself a lot about it. Like, where am I going? Um, am I going to be able to go further into this? Um, how sustainable would it be? Um, am I going to get good response for the work I'm doing? Um, in that sense, yeah, I always talk to myself. But I think what um, helped me sort of still go with it or still carry on doing what I'm doing is um, it's just this pride of, of wearing star, uh, pride of wearing, uh, pride of being Punjabi and a Sikh. So um, because like representation is obviously the key, but at the same time, it's um, representing myself um, as, as, as a Sikh person. Is, is different as well. So, like, it's for me, I always saw it as like, um, as as much as I'm uh, showing my identity as an individual, but I'm also carrying the community forward. Um, that's how I saw it, and because of that, it boosted me. It gave me like this this halal um, is what they say in Punjabi, you know, like to to go forward and um, ace it. So yeah, amazing. And did you have any personal challenges because? You have a distinct image, right? You have, as you said, Punjabi and Sikh heritage. So you have a the star, you have get your uh, Sadari, which is, you know, a while ago, there wasn't, I don't know of anybody in, in the modeling industry or in the fashion industry who had a Sikh image. So, like, did you ever have any doubts thinking, oh, well, you know, I have a beard, this is associated, has potential negative associations. People think of, especially in some countries, they think of, like, uh, um, terrorism or, or that kind of stuff associated with image, um, or was it or yeah. was it the opposite? Was it pride that I'm going to be able to be the first to represent my community on an international stage? I think um, I would use Walid as an example because he was one of the first sick um, personality I came across who did mainstream modeling. Um, that's from what I can remember. And seeing someone like him, and even like uh, Jatindra Bhaji, he he's done a lot of work as well in modeling. So seeing them two, uh, before even I even got into modeling, like for me it was like, wow, okay, so they've, what they've just done is made it doable for a lot of people. 
Uh, I remember exactly how uh, while somebody's um, uh, gap campaign was uh, taken by some of the people in terms of criticism. Now, seeing that, but then his attitude showed, now I don't know obviously what internal battles he went through, but the point is that like he still carried on. So when I got into the field, I knew that there's no going back now. If I'm, if I'm going to do this, I need to keep going. Um, if I'm going to stop, I'll stop for my own reasons, if I have my personal reasons, but I'm not going to let anyone else's words or criticisms or these tags, you know, stop me from doing what I'm doing. Um, so in that sense, I, I think I see myself as a very strong-headed um, person, but it's just not about myself. I think it's a lot of uh, the people I've met. I've just met a lot of kind people. Um, they've been very appreciative, and the industry is obviously becoming more diverse as well now. They've become they've become a lot more welcoming, and um, it's it's because of that I think it's it's a bit of both. It's myself uh, as well in terms of the way I, I see it, um, in terms of the way I, my my outlook is to things, but also um, the the industry itself. Industry is becoming very very like you know um, warm. It's, they're, they're very warm towards uh, ethnic minority background people. So it's it's nice. Have you heard that quote? Um, first they'll laugh at you, and then they'll ask you how you did it, you know, they'll ask you for advice. They talk about that in, in reference to, like, weight loss in training. <laughs> yeah. I feel like... Yeah, no, yeah, that, that quote, right, that quote is, in itself, it's like, um, it's, a bit, it's a big lesson. It's a big lesson. It's, it's just, that quote speaks volume in terms of, like, trust yourself, trust what you're doing, trust your instincts. And you'll make it. Yeah. That's how I see that quote, or I, that's how it comes in my ears. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for um, intuition. Uh, Einstein had this quote that intuition is the highest form of intelligence, and I, I think um, we can become numb to our intuition and, and try and fit a mold of what other people think we should be doing, or or, or yeah. what other people's perception is of us, as opposed to really following uh, the the voice inside, which you've you've done, which is a commendable um so you had questions we had questions regarding your because my beard is unruly right but i always have this thing where these things can't, i just can't seem to tame them so people want to know what your beard care routine is because it's very it's very trendy right now so that you, you obviously got it down <laughs> i mean i don't do much i've just always um applied like uh beard like b-wax beard bombs They've, they've, been, they've been really helpful in terms of keeping the beard and, and, and the hair, you know, like, well, like, sort of nourished. And uh, a lot of, like, um, good use of, like, beard oils as well. Like, good, like, you have to always, I think it's, it's, it took a lot of, like, experiments and stuff for me to sort of uh, come around the fact that, okay, yeah, this is the one that works for me, this doesn't. But the key to <laughs> maintain the beard is oh, having it the way it is right now. I think it's, it's a brush. It's every day I brush it with cold, cold water. Always brush it. Just always brush it because that's what keeps it like pretty much intact, the way it looks. But everyone's beard is different. I can't really recommend <laughs> someone my routine because I think even if they do try doing it, uh, it, 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 might, it might come out different. It, yeah. it might work different. It's just like, it's just that skincare routine. Like, you know, everyone's skin is different. In the same sense, beards are different as well. So, and that's what people don't really understand. Like when I try to say the fact that like this works for me, I'm not sure if it's going to work for you. But they're just like, well, it's, it's just a beard. I'm like, no, no, no. 
you it's like our skin you know our skins are different beards are different too in that sense we need to get you to make a youtube video oh, on yeah. beards and also one in your stuff um yeah no like they i i know i just get yeah i do get a lot of um monday up from monday they they do ask like you know like do beard care routine if you can uh bug routine as well and stuff like that so but uh, but i just yeah i, I i'm just I've been a bit lazy, I can say, and busy at the same time. Yeah, you've got a lot of it. I'll, I'll definitely come around. Yeah, definitely. If you need someone to film it, I'll be happy to um, hold the camera. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But yeah. I think it is important because uh, where I was a one now, right? And um, my the way my mum brought me up was like, your appearance is very important, so you need to be presentable, you need to be well-groomed, you need to be clean, um, all of that kind of stuff. And then... And then when I grew my kids, I didn't really know how to how to manage it or how to tame it. So when you say cold water, how do you mean brush with the cold water? Is that like... so? You put cold water onto the brush, like you get yeah. You get your hot gilly with cold water, yeah, and just splash it onto the bed uh, brush, and then you literally just use it, and then like you, it's like you not press it, but like you just yeah groom it, massage it, and then that's that's how I do it. Do you um so the the kind of the beard brush, the one, the one that has these kind of white, like a bit like a, like a broom type thing. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I've got one of those. You can get that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I use that in my, one of my friends, uh, Viraj, he's got his uh, own company, Jodhpur company. And I've recently, you know, um, got this uh, Captain Fawcett beard uh, balm um, with the Jodhpur, um, like uh, Jodhpur company, they, they collabed. So I've been using that and that's good as well, really, really nice. And uh, the oil as well is really nice as well. So I've been using these things like to maintain it mostly. I will um, ask you for all of that info and I'll put it in the description box. So if anyone wants to know (laughs) any tips and advice, they can look at their different products and and, um, support support those companies as well. Um, My skin, I I know the question wasn't about skin, but this is actually my, my question. So whenever I go training, my skin tends to react to sweat. So I get like this breakout from sweating, which is really annoying because training is my life. So uh, do you have any advice in terms of skincare? Skincare? Um, so <laughs> the way um, I do, uh, it's two different ones, uh, one for morning, one for evening. And um, it's actually my missus who kind of like introduced me to this whole thing. Um, before that, my skincare wasn't, as in skincare routine wasn't that great. But, uh, yeah, my missus helped me understand the importance of it. And, um, yeah, so some of the products, uh, as in, in terms, well, like I said earlier, sorry, there's two times when I do it. So one when I wake up uh, before getting work and once just before you go to bed. I'll start again. So I'll start with the um, gel wash. So first I've, I've obviously um, washed my face with cold water, uh, dried it a bit, then gel wash. After applying gel wash properly around the skin, um, then I um, wash it with a bit of like warm water and then then dry it up again. After drying it up, but then I use like a, it's like a toner, I would say. Um, yeah, it's like a, this, this toner thing that you get. It's, it's a, like a soothing lotion. Um, that's what, that's what I use. And after using that, so like you, you, every time you apply something, you need to apply it to the point when it, it, that your skin gets a bit, dry because you can't leave it um you can't leave any moist uh, moist, uh, moist on your face um you need to like make it dry a bit more and then 
after doing that, I depending on what time it is, so if it's in the morning, um, I use this, uh, one of the, the companies, Ordinary. So I, I use the niacinamide and um, just like a little drop of that and um, apply on the skin again. After applying that, I use moisturizing cream from CeraVe and um, um, uh, the after the moisturizing cream, I finish with uh, SPF. The, the one we should use, the brown skin, this is something that's applicable for us actually, for all the brown skin people, I feel. It's the, it's the one that's, um, it, it needs to be 50 plus, the, the degree, uh, 50 plus, and it's SPF, um, uh, which is, I don't even know the brand, I don't know how to pronounce it. That's that. fine. You, I'll add you, it all to the description box yeah. anyway, so anyone who um, yeah, no. wants to follow that routine, I'm actually yes. going to do it because my face is... Uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've, anytime I need to do something for TV or something that's going to be recorded, I always have like a breakout of spots and I look like a teenager, like I'm 16 or something, which is, is really embarrassing. Did you know? No, the thing is, like, look, like, even with me, it's all like, this is what, sorry, this is what has finally started to work for me because I've been doing it for a while. For some people, it, it works differently. So this is the morning one, and then so there's, at night time, it's, it's normal to use these products, moisturizer and the, this one. The only thing that changes is the SPF, obviously no SPF and no uh, niacinamide. But instead of that, I use um, hyaluronic acid and uh, organic cold press rose hip seed oil. So I use that as well okay. at night time. Okay, that's that's um, so yeah, that's, that's if you if you saw my face out, I'll uh, I'll owe you. <laughs> it just my kids will stop saying <laughs> what happened to you. What is that on your face? Funny, funny, funny. This is our plan. This morning, I thought my my kitty got With your the start, so how did you get that done? Is that just something you've always had down? Um, as in the style in general. Like, yeah, like, how, it's, it's really neat. How did you, how did you, did you always have Oh, any... okay, yeah, so, um, the style, um, before the type of, uh, the style, because there's different styles to the styles as well, different ways of tying pug. Um, the first, when I, when I first started tying pug, pug it was more like Pratella, Pratella Shai, um, with, like, clean lard on this side. And, um, but now, um, recently, so not recent, I'm saying recently, but um, by that I mean around at least four, it's been four years where I changed the style. Um, it's this is called Wattari, so then on, on what side, on one side it's a bit like the layers are not uh, clean. Um, they're, they're a bit rough-ish. Um, on this side it's, it's clean. So I usually, it, it takes me, it doesn't take me that long. But the way I get I tie it is like I do, well, as you know, normally you do pony before uh, tying the bug, but I usually do pony as I'm tying it. So I, I, I get the kapara. Um, I don't know I make my uh, bug gilly either. I don't put, I don't smash water on it either. Um, I only need to because like when you put water on it, it like presses it and, and it can it condenses it a bit. But because I don't put water, it makes it, uh, the volume is, is bigger. So, um, so yeah, that's why. So then I do pony as I'm tying the bug, and and yeah, it's a uh, seven point five meters. How long does it take you? Not long, not long. To uh, uh, five minutes. That's brilliant. Roughly. 
Yeah, five minutes from. Okay. It's just, yeah, it's because I've, um, I've been used to like tying. Because I started tying in year nine. I'm around year nine, year ten. But I would never share the photos from them. Because <laughs> the way I used to tie my pug then. No, no, no chance. <laughs> I'm not going to be sharing those pictures. But holy, holy, as I practice more and more, it made it better. But then I eventually changed to just this one. Yeah, I'll have to learn that from you as well. Um, so I definitely need to up my style cutting game as well. <laughs> but um, what one piece of advice would you give to the tagline of the podcast is inspiring the next generation. So if you have to give one piece of advice to the next generation, what what piece of advice would it be? This, this, is, a, this is a good one, actually. I mean, the way I see it, uh, the way I would put it to the genera- the, young, the new generation, just, just to find, find a, a motivation for yourself. Find that one thing that really inspires you. Um, always, always remember, always keep your roots in mind as well, uh, where we've come from as a community and where, or you, where you've come from. If you, if you, if you want to make, if you could take this is on a macro scale or micro scale, you can take it from a family point of view. You can take it from a community point of view. You can take it from a generation's point of view, totally up to you, but always remember where you've come from. Always remember where you are. Be thankful for where you are. And um, and like I said earlier as well, just in life, you know, expect the least but work hardest. That's that's what I'll say. That's amazing. And a few more questions. I wanted to ask about books. Do you are there any books that you recommend? Any come to mind as essential reading on any topic? Essential reading. Um, I mean, from a history point of view, I, I've been going to buy a few books, but I think one which I always uh, go on about is, I think, Percussions of History by Jagjit Singh. Um, that's, that's one of the books I really, really liked when I read it. Um, another one I would recommend is, um, I mean, there's, there's obviously there's, there's certain controversies around it, but I would suggest even uh, Ban Prakash as well, from a historical point of view. Um, and I'm actually reading um, this this book right now. It's called uh, the, Sikh, uh, the the Sikh, the History of Sikh Missiles. It's by Dr. Pugasing, um that I'm reading right now. And then there's another book which I think is really really good. is um, um, It's by S S J S Paul, and it's called Sadi Shahidiandi. If you can read Punjabi, good, because I'll recommend to learn your language. If you can, but um, but yeah, so it's in Punjabi, so it's called Sadi Shahidiandi, it's by SJS Park, and that's another book I would recommend. Okay, and lastly, you're not you're not only doing fashion, but you're also a teacher, right? So you've yes. you're kind of well balanced in the sense that I I had a friend who really wanted to go into modelling, and she put all of her kind of eggs in that basket, and that didn't work out for up until this point, it may do in the future, but you, you've managed to keep a balance with family life, your work, your, your passion. How did, how, what's the importance of that? Like, trying to keep a balance and, and also how did you manage it? Is that down to your parents? I think, or? Um, yeah, I, th- I think like in, uh, it will be, it will be, uh, I would be lying if I said I balanced. Uh, well, I can balance well because um, there's times when you can't. 
you end up prioritizing something more than the other, and it happens. Um, it's, it's if you consider that you should, as, as an individual, I think we should all accept that. Like, there's not going to be a time where you'll be able to do. It. When we say balance as well, I think we see it as like giving equal time, and it's hard to give equal amount of time. It's about um, it's about what's important at that time. That's what requires your attention, I think, and that's what you should see it as. So, um, in terms of balancing, I feel. Um, when it comes to work, in terms of fashion and stuff, our family's been very supportive. Um, uh, I've just, I've not just got into it, um, not knowing how much commitment it would require. So, because of that, I've, I've had to sacrifice a lot of family functions, family events, um, social meets with with, with uh, friends and stuff. So um, then I've prioritised work in that sense. Uh, but then, after, at the same time, whenever possible, whenever I've had the chance, I've prioritised family, friends. You know, um, now obviously with marriage, this is this is something that's also that also requires priority. I think more than anything at the moment, I would say, because uh, being newlywed couple, like you know, like there's there's a huge thing, you know, it's it's a bit it's a next life stage, so that requires a lot of attention and and priority. So I and in terms of work as well, um, when I go when you talk about obviously teaching and, and uh, working in school. I think school staff has been amazing. They've been so supportive, and and, and since day uh, the, since the day I've joined school, um, along with the students as well, they've been very very kind and supportive. So you know, like uh, any any time there's any achievement or any uh, representation I can sort of um, give for the school, I, I, I tend to do it. And uh, school is is very sort of uh, kind about it, nice about it. And yeah, so like as in obviously like that's my day to day job. Uh, whenever shoots are possible, um, in terms of my days off, I, I, I tend to t uh, take those jobs on, and that's it. Amazing, amazing. And was that your own inclination, or was that down to your parents? And... Um, teaching, I had decided that I want to go into it around sixth form time. I always knew I wanted to go into like going into academics was my sort of first uh, dream before even uh, before I even got into modelling or even. I'd never thought about modeling anyway at the time, so my always my, my inclination was to go into academics, whether if it's going into university teaching or high school teaching. So um, that was always there. It's, um, I generally enjoyed subjects like history and sociology, and um, that's that's the reason why now I, I teach those two subjects. I'm also head of social sciences now in, in the school Maybe. department, so I look over politics and psychology as well. And uh, yes, yeah, so it's, it's, it's been really nice, like I said, because of the people around me. And they've been uh, very, I've been fortunate that, you know, they've given me the chances or I'm receiving these chances in life in order to give my best in everything. That's amazing. This has been a really inspiring chat. I really appreciate your time. I'm sure everyone else who's watching and listening to this is going to really appreciate it as well. So thank you. So where's the best place to connect with you? Where can we find out more about you? Oh, sorry. I'd, That's I'd, fine. I missed the conversation. <laughs> I've missed the question. Sorry. No. Um, yeah. So uh, the best way to connect with me through, I think, like social media, I think Instagram, um, there's Facebook page as well. So my Instagram is uh, Rise Within Sync underscore. And um, if there's any way in which you want to get in touch with me in terms of work, um, you can definitely um, contact either my management. So I'm with Supermodel Management. And uh, also, I've got my own um, sort of um, um, team as well. And uh, that, the email ID for that is manager at rivalthesync.uk. 
So yeah, that, that's 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 the way you can connect with me.